Well, absolute chaos has broken out in Minnesota after yet another terrifying police shooting. Yesterday afternoon, local police pulled over 20-year-old Dante Wright for a traffic violation and determined that he had an outstanding arrest warrant. When police tried to arrest the young man, he re-entered the vehicle and tried to drive away. He made it several blocks before an officer shouted taser. Well, actually, we can see what happens here as he shouts, she, sorry, shouts taser, um, but then accidentally shoots him dead with a gun. Now, his mother was on the phone with him the entire time. You can take a listen to what she had to say. All right, looks like it was a bit tough to hear her, but, but what she was basically saying there was that she was on the phone. He had been pulled over, I guess, for a minor traffic violation, um, and she actually heard this entire event take place over the phone. Now, angry protests have broken out in Minneapolis over Wright's killing, and police have imposed a curfew to try and stem the unrest. And we have our U.S. correspondent, Andy Rosgen, joining us from Minneapolis Live. So this is happening as a courtroom just 10 miles away is dealing with the Derek Chauvin case. So tell us what's happening on the ground. Has it gotten violent? Not at the moment, Natasha. Uh, and what a terrible coincidence that the Chauvin trial is going on right now in the death of George Floyd at the same time that all this is happening. I'm outside the Brooklyn Center Police Department. This is the suburb where this shooting yesterday happened. We had to stand far uh, a little ways back here, and you can probably see behind me, you might be able to see the long line of police officers in riot gear that are lined up back there. And you see behind me outside the police department, these concrete barriers and the fences, those just went up in the last five minutes. That's how uh, serious this is for the police department here. There was rioting last night. There was a, uh, a shopping center just in front of me here that uh, had, they had some looting last night. Police used rubber bullets and tear gas and flashbangs to push away a group that had gathered out here. And that's why they're taking no chances tonight as a crowd has started to gather right, right outside right now, outside the police department. There's nothing violent going on at the moment. Just people shouting at the police officers, mm -hmm. trying to engage them. Uh, sometimes the language is a little salty, but uh, it's quiet for the moment. However... I talked to a couple of people. I said, hey, does the fact that it appears like this police officer accidentally shot dead this young man, does that make a difference here? Does that at all lessen uh, what, what the feelings are? And they said, no, this is just as making them just as angry as they've ever been as they were in the George Floyd case. And that's why we're expecting more protests out here that could be violent in about five hours, Natasha. Right. Well, you know, obviously it's a very devastating story, especially since when we saw that footage, the, the police camera body footage, uh, you can see that the police officer, I mean, she clearly made a mistake. Not that that's okay in any way. Um, all right. We, thank you for that update, Andy. We are going to uh, move on to Professor Omekongo Divings to dive a little deeper into the greater racial unrest that has been building over the years in the United States. So, Omekongo, this shooting comes less than a year after the death of George Floyd and a summer of racial unrest. But looking more broadly, this is only the latest in a string of police killings that have sparked the Black Lives Matter movement. So my question is, has 
anything actually changed in terms of police brutality and accountability? Have things gotten any better? Have they gotten worse? Well, despite the tragic events of this past weekend, I have to say that in many situations, things have gotten somewhat better. When we look at the Derek Chauvin trial, for example, one thing that has absolutely started to crumble is what we have called in this country the blue wall of silence, where police officers and police chiefs go to every extent possible to protect their own. That has not existed in this trial at all. Officer after officer, trainer after trainer have come out and said what Chauvin did to Mr. Floyd was terrible. And we're seeing more accountability like that across the country. And we're not seeing enough of it. It's not happening fast enough. And we're also seeing more people take accountability with the redirecting of resources. Some people are talking about defund the police, but many of us want to see a pre-funding of the community in terms of resources, how to distribute it, and a redistribution of funding within the mm -hmm. police as well. Nowadays, you know, many of these killings are being caught on camera, especially when we have the, the police body camera footage, people using their cell phones. I mean, how do you think social media has changed the landscape of police accountability? How else has it also been weaponized? Well, on some levels, it has helped because people who have not been witness to the experience of, of being black in America, for many of us, they're seeing it firsthand. No one would have seen something like what happened to George Floyd, though it's happened in many different ways across the country for, for decades since we've, since we've been here. And I can think of even more the examples that were equally as vicious and sometimes even more vicious, but people haven't seen that broadcast. And so now people in their suburban areas or in other neighborhoods are seeing it firsthand instances where you can't say they must have done something and mm -hmm. you just need to respect law enforcement. So in that sense, it's been good. At the same time, we have people who think that these killings are justified replaying the videos. We saw there was actually, I don't know if you're aware of this, a George Floyd challenge where people were recreating the killing and distributing it on their social media platforms oh to mock what happened to him. And so on those levels, it's become extremely problematic. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.